0: Hi, friends. Brooke Boone here, and I have the privilege and honor of speaking with a dear friend of mine and a friend of the ministries, Tyler Johnson, uh, for this series of Going Deeper deeper podcasts. Um, We're going to be talking primarily about original design and then a little bit on servant leadership, but I have a feeling that our conversations will go off track quite a bit because that's the most fun thing about Tyler Johnson is that one thought, one statement leads to a million thoughts and a million statements. So I'm excited to have you with us and um, we'll look forward to exploring these podcasts together as we go along in the next couple of months. So thanks for being here and let's get started. Brooke Boone here, Um, get to chat with Tyler Johnson yet again. So thanks so much for being here with me. Um, I gave you i was talking to you a little bit earlier before we started podcasting about this idea that we um specifically in the spiritual realm as we're developing we're becoming more christ-like and transformed into his likeness that we at least me can get caught up in the quest for quote-unquote finger quotes here it Um, So I gave the example of me laying on the massage or getting some body work uh, up at retreat last, last week. And the woman goes, you got to let it go. And I go, what, what is it? (laughs) Right? Like I'm questing after the it. And so talk to me a little bit about the quest for the, the it.
1: Yeah. You said it earlier to me and I just immediately went, that is a great point, which has now led into this podcast (laughs) episode you know it is very interesting because in that of let it go i want to i want to say it this way and i'm thinking out loud so this is not a i'm not ready to i like that (laughs) since i just mentioned
0: this five minutes ago (laughs)
1: um but to me the the releasing of it is this sense of sin and i i believe this in all my heart is the So when you're sitting there, you got to let it go. There's this whole conjured up, like, what is it? Mm -hmm. And what does that even mean? And the minute you kind of pull a thread, it's the way you talk about it. You're moving back generations and generations. You're going, what is this? You're moving immediately into self-trust. You're moving into insecurity. But then there's another it that's this sense of when somebody says to you, things are going really bad in your world. And you're like, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. So. It all happens for a well. What's the it? It'd be really nice to know in the midst of this suffering what the it is that's all happening for a reason. Or sure. the Christian version of that is Romans eight twenty eight. For God works all things together for the good of those who love Him according to His purpose. What is the it? And here's what I'd say in the end. This is the the first thought I had that I wrote down after you mentioned it. Is the quest for it is most of the time the it is almost undefinable in in, in the way we want to define it. But what Jesus is always saying to us is live now. So mm-hmm. the contrast of the it is be present. Totally. And I'll reveal it to you. So you do have these senses in Romans eight twenty-eight of for all things work together for good. What is the it? Well, it's Romans eight twenty-nine says it's to make you like Jesus. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even certain we know what that means mm-hmm. entirely. Mm-hmm. So it's just like here's what I know. In this moment, right now, how do I suck life for all that it is? How do I live present? How do I live sacrificially? It's better to give than it is to just receive. But be present in the moment, trusting that you said this to me earlier off podcast. It's the man in the desert; he gives you bread for today, Amen. right? Give us today our daily bread. Like, give me enough for now. Amen. Um, and it really does feel like the contrast of the, the the quest for it feels a little bit like a God complex of we're after something that he doesn't want us mm-hmm. to know right now mm-hmm. or what we're ultimately and it feels like what we're trying to get is to possess all the knowledge of the it so we can be comfortable and safe when he's saying trust.
0: well it's the eating from the tree of knowledge right instead of the tree of life because you go yeah i can get around that i can put up some i have some awareness of how to navigate this land i can trust my profit process in it i can manipulate my situation i can I can make it, quote, unquote, be whatever I need it to be to help, you know, appease my sense of of needing to control. And and so we go, trust the process. No, please don't trust the process. Trust Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Because if you trust the process, you're perpetuating the process, unfortunately, right?
1: It does Uh, feel like the it, like when somebody says, if you were to put positively, let it go. It feels like the positive is receptivity, like Mm -hmm. receive God. Mm -hmm. Like that's the the only thing I know at this moment is the expulsion. I'll I'll say this, and this just came to me, but there's a a famous sermon by a Puritan named Thomas Chalmers. It's called The Expulsive Power of a New Affection. It's this idea of you never remain neutral. Mm. So I don't get out of bad habits, or if you want to use the biblical definition of sin, by going, you know that'll never satisfy like leave it because it'll never satisfy it's like the only way something gets expelled i remember school when Mm -hmm. somebody got expelled from school is a new affection a greater love that's Mm -hmm. the only thing that knocks out a lesser love is something greater and this is true all the time with or without great things so to me the sense of let it go the only way it can go is if something greater comes in to expel the it out
0: Totally, oh, and that's that my burden is light, L-I-G-H-T. Like there's just frequency with respect to when the Lord comes, the atmosh- atmosphere changes, amen? And then when he takes up residence inside of us, we then sent the temperature, we change the atmosphere. Yep. And so it does expel, his burden is light, L-I-G-H-T. Um, so um, what is it, Catherine of Siena says, all the way to heaven is heaven because he said, I am the way. So it's this profound presence to the moment. It's true, like it's true. Then the mystics have been calling it for centuries that the present moment is where the power really is. Um, I Bill Johnson always says um, that there's a scripture. I, I don't, you're gonna know it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it says, "Be anxious for nothing." Philippians, right? Be anxious for nothing. And he goes, "That's that's one I've always done because every time I get to the something, it was nothing." everything, I, every time I'm ever anxious and I actually get to it, it's nothing. So like I've been anxious. He, so he was like, I'm so good at that. I'm anxious. And when I finally get there, it's absolutely nothing. So this quest for it, we have to be defined by um, it being like that God would intersect us in whatever, in the lament, in the high, in the joy, in the battle, in the grief um you know some only way to a new place is through an old place sometimes so the lord is faithful in that so all the way to heaven is heaven because he said that i am the way i wrote in my notes that it's almost impossible to stop getting hung up on the it you know because we see in We see in part, and God sees in whole, and so we rely on the part of the it, the part of the story we think is to find us up until then. So we get hung up. I think it prolongs our. You know, we're looking for the destination. We say life is is not the destination; it's the journey, but it is the same thing. We're still looking for a place to land every day. Um, what else? Any other thoughts on that? That The quest of it.
1: I think that was a fantastic culminating point. Perfect. Uh, That quote's great, and your commentary on the quote was fantastic.
0: Well, thanks for being here. It's always incredible to be with you, so thank you. Thank you so much.